Right, so. All right, so we're down here with Alex Marine in the tailor-made tour van down here at the 150th Open Championship. The guys have had a, well, I guess they have a yeah. busy uh, couple of days. It's the end of the yep. end of the end of the week for them, but uh, it's going to be busy on the leaderboard by the looks of things. Alex, you're going to show us around. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks very much. No worries. So yeah, a little bit chaotic this morning. Basically, we are going through all the clubs we've built this week and just chucking some names on them. Um, we may be pulling them apart if the players aren't going to reuse them, but for the, the, the most part, the players will reuse them and will keep them on the truck. So this week has been a, a lot of the new stealth driving irons. So there's one for Tiger there, I've just labelled up. So he tested, he tested, we built him about four or five, different shafts, different lengths, different lofts. So we'll keep them on here, um, probably for next year. <laughs> and then there's a couple for Colin. Um, so same sort of thing, we'll test, we'll test Colin in some different lofts, lengths and shafts. So all together they've gone down really well. Um, so yeah, as I say, I'm just going through them this morning and seeing what we might reuse or not reuse. Um, Rory's put it in play, here's one we actually made for him. He's, he's put it in play and he's, he's absolutely loving this. Um, drove the green on 18 in the practice round pretty comfortably with it, 345 yards. So yeah, it's been a busy, busy week, but a good week. Um, and here is our player slots. So this is all of our staff players for TaylorMade worldwide. So you see your icon players across the top there. And then as we go down, that's the European tour guys, which we see week in, week out. And um, so they'll come on, they'll get three caps, four gloves and three boxes of ball. That's every week. So we get through the balls pretty quick, as you can imagine. Um, but a quite cool thing we do is, as like an incentive, when a player wins, they get um, a personalised golf ball, basically. So they can pick a number, they can pick a logo, anything they like. So Robert McIntyre is from Scotland. I'll get some out for you. He plays um, he plays a Scottish flag on the side of his golf ball, as you do. Um, a couple of other lads, Nikolai Hogard, he's into the F1, so he's got 44 for um, for Lewis Hamilton, his number there. So that's 44, that'll be on every single golf ball. And then, yeah, Robert McIntyre, he's gone for a number 96, and he's gone for, um, these are like a proto, so they're in like a, a white box, but be in a normal box soon. So he's got the Scottish flag on the side there. So it's just quite a cool, little incentive we give the guys and um, they could pick anything they like within reason <laughs> so yeah that's kind of your soft goods section of the truck these these cupboards are just storage so when these get low we'll just replenish them um, all of these caps and, and and gloves some of them are kind of custom made to fit the player's head and hand everyone is obviously quite quite unique quite different there and then this side of the truck this is where I work so this is the um, this is the workshop um, where I'll build all the golf clubs and I'll be working away. My colleague Sam and Mark, they'll bring me, they'll bring me an order sheet, which is a little bit like this. So this is one I've got for next week. It will have the head, loft, line, length, swing weight, and they'll chuck it down here. So it's a bit like I'm working in the kitchen. I'll have a line of orders and they'll all have a time needed by and I'll work through them and prioritize them and um, get them out to the guys as whenever they need it. And in these drawers, these are all my ingredients. So you've got all the different heads. 
so this was full at the beginning of the week so you can imagine it kind of shows how busy we've been but these are tour tested so essentially just to get rid of a myth these are the same heads you get in the shops but they're pulled so they're pulled from the same line they're just tested a couple of times more to make sure they're within the legal limit of speed for the face and then we get the exact lie loft face angle and the head weight so basically it allows us to better fit a player so we can see face angle here if we know Rory or, or anyone someone likes the face nice and open we probably wouldn't pick this one because it's quite neutral it's quite square whereas you'll find another face in here that's going to be that's 0.4 open you've got one there which is 0.4 closed so it's totally uh totally player dependent and then the exact same thing for the fairway woods three five woods seven woods exact same thing going on there with the labels so again that was totally totally full so it's been a been a busy week um so you've got your heads and then we obviously need a shaft so the colors here correlate to manufacturers so all of these guys give us brilliant support and um that we've got reps out here they'll come on if they look if they see we're low they'll, they'll top it up for us so there's a constant supply and along the top we've got all of our um, staff players here and they've got a backup set of wedges irons and woods in there so if there's a breakage or a bag goes missing we can we've got all the bits up there that they need it's old school d plus wood shafts McIntyre's got a shinty ball in there. <laughs> yeah, we've been out there this week playing a little bit outside the trucks just to get him some, I mean, he finishes his round, he just wants a bit of fun and just to, you know, just just to rest up. So we come and have a bit of fun, takes his mind off golf at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, that's, that's your backup sets, all your shafts in there. They've got different weights, different flexes, you know, some go high, some go low, some spin high. And that's kind of our job to fit them. Um, and then you've got so a few more heads over here. This is like the wedge, wedge and iron section. This is our MG freeze. Again, different bounces, lofts, high bounce, low bounce. And we've got that, so the MG freeze. We've got the high toes, which are very, very popular in the 58s and 60s. So you've obviously got full score lines across the face in the 60s. And essentially, it does what it says in the tin. So. When typically when you open the face in a bunker or deep rough, your strike point would move towards the high toe. So because these have got the full score lines and the and the extended toe area, this is a great wedge in, in the lob wedge. Um, so we have a lot of success with that out here. And then another draw which has been incredibly popular this week is the driving iron draw. So you've got your new UDIs, DHYs, 790, 770. So um, we, we, I mean, that was probably double the amount of stock in there at the beginning of the week. So, again, so yeah, you've got your heads, your shafts, and then the last thing you obviously need is is your grip. So, this is every player's backup backup set of grips. So every player is unique. They like to feel it slightly different in the hands. Um, Lucas Herbert, for example, from Australia, he plays the kangaroo lever, so it's very sticky. So. The more humid it is, the more sweaty his hands get, the stickier the grip gets. Um, so we actually get those over from Gripmaster in, the, in, in Australia. 
Um, Tommy Fleetwood plays an ionic grip, which is quite plastic, plasticky, quite a slippy compound. Normally plays them in blue because his colours are for, for Everton, for his football club. And then you've got Tiger Woods, which plays the, uh, the corded grip, which he's played forever. So, yeah, all these guys. Sergio with his blue and yellow Europe team colours. And then in the rest of these drawers is, is like backup stock. These are for our European tour guys, which we'll see every week. Just same again, a backup set for each player. So yeah, that's kind of your components. And then all of this machinery here is what I need to put those three components together. Um, and this is all calibrated to our um, HQ in Basingstoke. So the same equipment, it's all calibrated. And that allows us to, to have you know, minimal, minimal error and uh, provide these guys with the best service. Wood bending. Exactly that, yes. Yeah. So basically, we've got the ability on here, which is a little bit different from, from retail, that we can, this is a clamp, so the, the head will go in here with the club. We'll get that in there. And that's just on a compressor. And then we've got a bending bar, which we can make it flatter, more upright, take loft off, add loft on. So that's, that's kind of quite a unique um, piece to this truck. And then this is probably our most used and most important piece of equipment. It's called the Delacruz. So we will pop a driver in here. I'll show you how it, how it works. So we'll pop a driver. And this will allow us to get the exact loft and the exact lie of a driver. And also face angle we can do on here as well. So I'll kind of I'll line this up with the score lines. So the exact lie angle on that driver is 58, just over 58.5. And then we can also tell loft. And the loft on this driver is 8.75. So what that means for us is that we can record this spec for this player. And if he has a breakage or he needs a backup head, we will find a head that is the exact same loft and lie, essentially. Um, so that's quite an important piece of kit on this truck and we use that on, on pretty much every, every build we do. And then similarly, you've got just to the, to the left of you there is the loft and line gauge for, um, this is for irons and wedges. So similar sort of thing, just pop, pop the club in there, get it nice and square. And then you've got the exact loft and the exact lie for, for each club with this dial here. So again, we, we have a spec file on our system, which is shared within uh, the US team, our team and, and, and the guys in Australia. They can log on to our live system and it has all the specs. So if I update one now, it will shoot through an update on the US system. So they can see all the changes that are being made and if anything happens, like last week there was a European tour event in the US and two of our guys' clubs didn't turn up. So they just logged onto the system, saw the spec, built a, built a full bag and um, they were luckily just in time they could go and play the tournament. So, uh, I've heard, yeah. heard a few stories like that the last oh, couple of weeks. Yeah, travelling's uh, not the easiest, not the funnest at the moment, but hopefully it gets better. I see the uh, stamping anvil and the stamps yeah. and the, the paint. Do you do, do you do a bit of stamping? Yeah, so there's a player, one of our Spanish players, he loves it. Um, 
I will show you. He, he just, every time we build him wedges, he always wants them stamped. Um, he's a good guy. It's, it takes a little bit of time, especially to get it, to get it neat and to look good. So he always has silly stuff on there. A lot of the time, I don't really know what it means. <laughs> and he, and um, we can kind of fill that with any, any color. We've got letters, numbers. Quite a cool thing we do for our European Tour players is when they get a win, we've got some star stamps there. So every win, we'll put a stamp on their, on their wedge, a bit like on the football kits. Yeah. And um, the, the aim is to, when they look at it, they, it reminds them you know, of, the, of the great tournaments they've played and to try and fill that wedge up with as many uh, stars as possible. So this is magnet or that's just... That's yeah, just so it's just, a, it's like a 20 gram anvil, a 20 kilogram anvil and we've drilled some magnets into the top of it. Yeah. So the club just, the club sticks on there and uh, it's not going anywhere. And then I'll normally put a bit of tape underneath. So I've got like a guide for my letters. So I, I, I keep them nice and straight. But the hardest thing is, is getting the spacing good and the depth, you've got to get the depth of the stamp good. It's just practice. Yeah. It was, in lockdown, I was pretty bored. So uh, <laughs> I, uh, it gave me something to do. A lot of wedge heads were stamped up during that lockdown. Um, and then yeah, this side is, you've got your ferrule belt, so neatening up the ferrule. We'll just, we'll run the ferrule on that and then and then polish it up. Yeah, it's not it's just, too. It's just a bit of, bit of Yeah, it's a bit of cloth it. really, yep. and, it, and it goes round. And it'll just, it'll just neaten that ferrule up. Just give it a bit of acetone and then to polish uh, yeah, it up. Yeah, exactly that, yeah. And then you've got your, your um, grinding machine here. So typically we will, I've got a wedge here which I'll find for you for Roman Langas. He has quite a specific grind on his uh, lob wedge, which I did earlier this week. And um, a lot of these guys like DJ, like I was saying earlier, came on and he was bouncing a little bit his wedge. So essentially he was telling me that the bounce of the club there went at impact coming in a little early it was bouncing and it was catching low in the grooves so what I did was um, shave some, some some off the leading edge to make it sit squarer and then I took the bounce off the back edge here so it sat a little more flush to the ground and when it was coming in he was getting a cleaner strike and it was slightly further up the face so we do that on here this will run round it's quite loud so that'll run round and I'll kind of have the wedge in here going through here and again that was something I just practiced in lockdown just lots of wedge heads, grinding and stamping. And then the red belt here is for, once you've taken the material off, this polishes it. Yep. Makes it look nice and shiny. Um, cutting machine, pretty simple, just on a, on a, on a rail here, cutting the, cutting the um, end of the shaft off after we've measured it on our ruler. These are quite unique to tailor-made. So there's only a few of these and it just kind of drops in like this. And it will give you, give you a measurement of the exact length of the golf club. And we'll, we'll typically cut the shaft um, and then grip it before we glue it in so we can get a swing weight, which is our swing weight scale here. And this gives you like, it's, a, um, it's like a fulcrum, so it, it basically tells you where the weight is in the golf club. So if someone has a very, very heavy swing weight, it typically means it's quite heavy in the head. Some guys like to feel that in their lob wedge, heavy in the head. Other guys would like to feel it in the hands, so they have a very light swing weight. Do you, do you know anyone? Like, could you start citing examples of who likes a heavier head? Um, to be honest, there's 
I'd say the standard is around D5 in a lob wedge, and most guys are around that. But um, someone like so Darren Clark, he plays very thick grips, so his swing weight's quite light. So um, his swing weight's quite heavy in the grip grip end, so that the head becomes quite light. But we've re, re gripped them this week. He was playing jumbos. We've moved them down to mid-size. So hopefully before long he'll be on a standard one. <laughs> it's a good story actually. We um, there was no we didn't have any mid-size plus four grips. We've checked the other trucks, they've not got any. I've rang the golf pride rep, he's not got any. And I've I've actually gone up to the shop at the top of the town there by the 18th green and I've I've asked if they had they had one set left. So I traded some uh, some grips from here with them, so we got it done. So um, he was happy, but yeah, that's kind of um, kind of run through of all our our equipment and kit on here. So what have been some of the special requests this week from some of the players? And you just got a good example there with DJ and yeah. you know, taking a bit of bounce off or giving a little bit more access yes. to the leading edge. Any other requests yeah, I'll show specific you, to the old um, I'll show you a couple of requests we had. So as I said, mostly driving irons and low bounce wedges. But um, Dustin was on was on quite a bit this week. Um, we did him did him a putter, and it's quite unique in that he this top line here we we actually paint fill for him in black. Usually that's white. Um, and this was after like he did some testing at the Kingdom in the US, and he found that when there was no alignment aid on the top of the putter, he actually he squares it up and and lines the putter up better. So by filling in that paint line, it kind of takes the 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 visual away from there, yeah. and he's and he's just looking at the putter head. Um, yeah, other than that, I'd say the wedge we did for DJ with the grinding, and Colin with I think we built him about five or six log wedge options to test in various bounces. We did some MGs, we did some high toes, um, and he he loves doing that at the Open. He does it every year. Uh, now, do you see the, the players come through here, or is it just the caddies come and do yeah. some of the work, or a bit of everyone? Like, we just had so, Sean, Roy yeah. McElroy's caddy, you know, sitting down here, and then, yeah. you know, Fino, Tommy Fleetwood's caddy come yeah. by. Yeah, So we kind of, because we're around these guys all the time, you get to know them, you, you build a friendship with them. Um, usually the caddies will come on and grab their stuff, so we're quite close to the caddies, but a lot of the time the players will come by too. So, I think it was Wednesday or Tuesday, Rory popped up, he was coming up the stairs, and I looked over as to, to say, oh, you know, what's happened? Is something wrong? Or, you know, is there something we've got to do? And uh, he just said, no, I've just come up for a chat. So he sat on the sofa there and chatted for 10, 20 minutes just to just to get away from the, you know, the, the, the cameras and everything out there. And um, he would just chat rubbish and, and that was that. So, uh, yeah, some guys will, some guys, Martin Keimer, we might see him, he's very low maintenance gets his kit and uh, he's happy with it for the year. So we might see him on here three, four times a year. Whereas other guys, good friend of mine, Haotong Lee, we'll see him on here every day, every week. <laughs> so Morikara as well, he's very particular with his golf clubs. He likes knowing what the loft and lies are, the grips. So the guys in the US probably see him quite a lot on the truck. Um, so very player dependent. Now you've got one of the Australians on that list of uh, players over there, Lucas Herbert, you mentioned yeah. him before. Yeah, yeah. He's a great guy. We uh, obviously he he played a lot on the European tour. Recently got his PGA Tour card two years ago, I believe. And um, we miss him a lot. So it's great weeks like this to see him to catch up with him. Um, yeah, he's a great guy. Hell of a ball striker as well.
Um, You'd be quite close with Pewey. Yeah, Pewey's a good guy. Yeah, I love Pewey. Yeah, we're always having a laugh with Pewey. But there was, um, speaking of sort of special requests, Lucas has a very, very unique grind on his lob wedge. And I wish we had one on here to show you. He basically has the sole of his lob wedge completely grounded off because, basically because of his technique. So he, he at impact with his chipping, his hands are ahead of the ball like this. So if you were to do that with a normal wedge like this, the back edge is gonna hit first and the club's gonna bounce. So what we have to do is grind the whole wedge down to essentially about two degrees of bounce. So we, we manage to keep the width of the, the, the wedge, but we just shave it right down and, and shape it so, so it sits real flush. So if me or you were to hit it, we would chunk it. 100% because it's so the leading edge is quite square quite sharp and it's very very low bounce so if you can at some point take a look in his bag and, and check out that log wedge because it's scary to look at I'll do that, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah that's kind of the run through of the truck um, as I say it's a little bit busy a little bit chaotic near today but we're um, been a, been a busy week but a great week nonetheless so there's a gripping station here this is where you just rip yep. them on rip them off yeah, so again, that runs on a compressor. So there's just a handle to your left there, which we'll, we'll get the club, line it up in here and, and we'll clamp it in there. And then you've got a pedal down the bottom there, which uh, releases the fluid. So the fluid will just run through and it's circulated. There we go. That just circulates itself. So um, clamp it in and obviously a double-sided tape. So you stick the grip on here, get some fluid, exactly pour that. it over your exactly tape, that, yeah. runs down and yeah. uh, reuse that um, so non-flammable, non-toxic uh, grip, grip. That's it. So you've got your, your double-sided tape and this is just your single-sided. So they're different, they're different thicknesses. So some guys will have um, one layer of this and one layer of this. Some will go two for this. It's very unique, very player dependent. Um, Colin Morikawa again, he's very unique with his golf grips in that he he has built up on the bottom hand extra layers of this that's thicker under the bottom hand, so it basically takes the taper out of the shaft. Um, other guys will do the opposite, they'll have it thicker at the top. So it's very player dependent. Um, and yeah, totally down to feel and how they like, like it to feel in their hands. But wow. yeah, I think this is a machine just for uh, just for extracting, extracting clubs. So we'll use this when we change the loft sleeves a lot. So we kind of have the ability to, we've got a one, a one and a half and a two degree loft sleeve. So we can change uh, lie angle and face angle. And this is great. We can pop the shaft in here, extract the, uh, the sleeve and chuck a fresh one on. So it's just a bit of heat. Just a bit of exactly, heat, yeah, bit just, of just with our, we just got your, your burner there. And um, that'll come off in no time, yeah. Got the rack, rack glue gun over here. Yeah, yeah, so essentially what this is, yeah, you're dead right, but a lot of people don't know it's, it was actually used for catching rats. So they'd have this on the floor and it's so, so sticky once it cools down that nothing is getting off of it. So we just heat this, heat this needle here. I think it's actually off. <laughs> but basically we'd heat that needle there and what that does is any glue that's in there that's, um, that's uh, kind of gone firm, it will melt that, press this trigger here and it will trickle out. It comes out really, really hot and it's, and it's like very, it's like a really hot liquid. 
but when it cools down within 20 seconds, it goes firm. So what we can do is inject it into the, the head of the driver, move it to change CG of the head, so we can make it draw bias, fade bias, higher, lower, and then once it's set, it's set. So you've got to make sure you get it in the right position pretty quick. Um, and that's, that's a great tool we have. Yeah, it's just glue pillows go in the top here and then the chamber heats it up and it melts. And so, uh, yeah. really fine tuning and dialing it in. Beautiful. Exactly that, exactly that. And then in here you've got all your, uh, again, when we're talking about tuning it in, these are all of our weights for the drivers. So you've got different weights for your top and bottom weights there. And then also your back weights for the driver. You've got your ones all the way up to, to your 13s. So that allows us, like you say, to, to tune that head weight in, the centre of gravity, we can move it about, make the head lower spinning, higher spinning. And that's just kind of a, quite a neat thing we have on here to, to be able to do. It's, um, mate, it's been awesome to, uh, to do this and uh, really do appreciate the time. It's all good. Once in a lifetime stuff for, for me and yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll be making a few people happy, just giving yeah. them an insight into that's what it. goes on on tour here at no worries at all. The biggest, oldest and best major. Uh, yeah, it's been a great week. It's been a special week. Uh, and it's, it's not, a bad, not a bad view you got from the uh, work, workplace yeah, too, by the way. Right next to the range, you can see the, see the, the beginning, the first stretch down there. All right, mate. Very good. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Nice one.